The Lord is in his holy temple, but all the earth keeps silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind. Christ Jesus our Lord. Grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, of thy faithful people, pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve your quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. We couldn't hear you, Deacon Andrew. I, oh. I said, I will take heed in my ways that I offend not in my tongue. I will keep my mouth as it were a bridle while the ungodly is in my sight. I held my tongue and spake nothing. I kept silence, yea, even from good words, but it was pain and grief to me. My heart was hot within me while I was thus musing the fire kindled and at the last I spake with my tongue. Lord, let me know mine end and the number of my days, that I may be certified how long I have to live. Behold, thou hast made my days as it were a span long, and mine age is even as nothing in respect of thee. And verily every man living is altogether vanity. For man walketh in a vain shadow, and esquieteth himself in vain. He heapeth up riches, and cannot tell who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what is my hope? Truly my hope is even in thee. Deliver me from all mine offenses, and make me not a rebuke unto the foolish. I became dumb, and opened not my mouth, for it was thy doing. Take thy plague away from me. I am even consumed by the means of thy heavy hand. Even thou with rebukes doth chasten man for sin, 
Thou makest his beauty to consume away, like as it were a moth fretting a garment. Every man, therefore, is but vanity. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and with thine ear consider my calling. Will not thy peace and my tears. For I am a stranger with thee, and a sojourner, as all my fathers were. O spare me a little, that I may recover my strength, before I go hence, and be no more seen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begin at the sixth chapter of the book of Micah. Hear now what the Lord says. Arise, plead your case before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. Hear, O you mountains, the Lord's complaint, and you strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord has a complaint against his people, and he will contend with Israel. O my people, what have I done to you, and how have I wearied you? Testify against me. For I brought you up from the land of Egypt, I redeemed you from the house of bondage, and I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. O my people, remember now what Balak king of Moab counseled, and what Balaam the son of Baor answered him, from Acacia Grove to Gilgal, that you may know the righteousness of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord, and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, ten thousand rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. He hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, that scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. Was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begin at the sixth chapter of St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us were baptized into Christ, Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, Certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. 
Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? Certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death, or of obedience leading to righteousness? But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and never shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy humble servants, 
that they may obtain their petitions, make them to ask such things that it shall please thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, welcome. Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our Old Testament lesson comes from the book of Micah. Micah was a, a prophet preaching to Jerusalem. And we get uh, scenes where it seems that, that, that God is not happy with the things Jerusalem is doing right now. Uh, specifically, he's upset with the, the people that are in, in privileged positions, such as um, the wealthy, um, the, the leaders of the, the temple, um, the rulers, these kind of things. And God's expectation is that um, these people are put in these privileged places so that they have opportunity to help out those that are without so the wealthy um, were supposed to to use the blessings that they had to bless others. The people of the temple were not to use their position for selfish gain, but were to help keep um, the country in right relation with God and so on and so forth. And, and that that is kind of and every one of us has a position in our own lives. Um, according to the gifts that God has given us to minister to other people. And it's not just uh, that we use those gifts for our own gain. Uh, it is that we use those gifts in ministering to other people. And, and that is, is what Micah's point is, is um, that Israel needs to get back on track. And God will send a prophet when when Israel needs a nudge in the right direction. And sometimes Israel will listen to the prophet, and sometimes they'll kill the prophet. We see um, a pattern here where at the beginning of this passage, God lays out his complaint. He, he's saying, you know, that Israel is 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 off the right track and he's saying, don't you remember that I delivered you from Egypt and gave you your own country? And shouldn't out of a thankfulness to that lead to a, a right worship of me and therefore um, treating others the way they ought to be treated, essentially following the commandments to love God and neighbor. and um, and, and so that, that kind of sets up, Bishop talks about this a lot, that um, out of a thankfulness to what God has done, that thankfulness is, is and, and our love for God is, is where we should draw our strength to listen to the commandments. And, and God gives us that strength when we pray to him and a thankfulness in our prayer 
and um, a thankfulness for the things God gives us. And it's out of that thankfulness that we follow the commandments. It's not out of this um, desire to check the boxes for whatever reason, out of a pride that I can do it on my own, um, out of a, a, you know, out of a slothness that as long as I take care of these things, I don't actually have to have a relationship or a prayer life with God. And that's not the case. It's not what God is wanting. And he goes on in the paragraph to say, um, not God, but the prophet is saying these things. Then will the Lord be pleased with a thousand rams, 10,000 rivers of oil? Um, essentially, if, if I can check all the boxes and make all the right sacrifices that are called for by the law, will that not be enough to please God? And and no, it's it it is it, it needs to be sincere. It I'm sure most of you know the comedian Jerry Seinfeld, and Jerry Seinfeld is notorious for parking his cars wherever he wants to, and getting a ticket on his car and just paying the ticket. It's worth it to him to just pay the ticket, and technically he's doing what the law requires that he. If he breaks the law, pays the ticket, and goes on with his life, and he's okay, in the eyes of the law, he's not going to go to jail. But it's very insincere. He's he's parking his car where he shouldn't, and he's getting around it. And and it's not. It's kind of the same way. If I'm if I just check all the boxes, doesn't that make me okay? No, unless you have the sincerity there, unless there's that. Um, life of prayer and living with you know god each day in prayer then then it's not enough to just you know follow the commandments and 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 that's not a new idea jesus hits on that pretty much in the in the new testament and we see that here in, in the micah passage in the old testament um and that he says um you know no these rhetorically these these sacrifices aren't enough what is enough is is to turn back to God and um, to do what is good and to do what the Lord requires of you is, is the ultimate conclusion that Micah is making here. And when we look at the New Testament passage in Romans, um, you know, Paul's kind of saying something similar. He's, he's saying, although, you know, we don't live under the law anymore, we live under grace, does that mean we can still go out and, and in and break the rules and, and the answer is of course not um we still we still are in need of um going to to god in prayer i think the bishop said this um in the morning prayer one place where he said um that that we need to live each day in prayer with god that is that is how we follow the commandments is is our relationship with god um in prayer and and as we approach each situation in the day and in life, it is our life of prayer that, that guides us into the right decision. It's not us mechanically doing things. Um, and St. Paul talks about um, how, how we are buried with Christ in baptism and we, we um, and we will be raised from the dead then with Christ. So we have partaken in Christ's death through baptism, and we'll also partake in Christ's resurrection. And this essentially means that we, when we are uh, following God, 
um, the baptism shows this and, and it, it makes this true um, that, you know, when, when we follow God's example, when we go where Jesus goes, we will go where Jesus goes. So um, Jesus went to death, but Jesus will go um, to the resurrection and the path, and we'll follow that same path, but the path that Jesus followed was in obedience to the Father through his relationship with the Father, through prayer with the Father. And um, and so when we live our lives, we're not going to do it perfectly. We are going to sin and we are going to mess up. And and a lot of the time when we sin, when we mess up, it's, it's not something to beat ourselves up over, but it shows us here's a here's a place in my life where I am not living in prayer to God and where I am not living under grace and and seeking after God. It can be frustrating um, to be in that place over and over again, but it's important that we continually turn to God in prayer and confession so that um, and that's what it means to carry your cross is to not give up in that, to persevere in that and to to continue to seek God and over time God will lead us um, into a life that where we follow the commandments much more and we're not doing it out of our own will or in our own um, our own dedication we're, we're doing it out of the grace God gave us and with because we're we have a sincere faith and we're sincerely following God we're not trying to, to keep the rules on our own it's we're trying to seek God in prayer, and God brings us along in that growth um, and helps us to keep the commandments in that way. So, so a couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. Uh, it's Wednesday night, so we will pray the litany this evening for the church and evangelism. Uh, we offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God the prayers and intentions of those who are present with us. We ask that God will give us a fruitful season of Trinity, that he will grow us in habits of prayer and faithfulness toward him. We ask that God would be with the efforts of mission and ministry within our diocese and that God would uh, strengthen them, make them fruitful, and also uh, open new doors of mission ministry uh, to, to our diocese. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word. And that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace. Hear meekly thy word and to receive it with pure affection. 
to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God. And it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. For the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. <clears throat> we beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone <clears throat> who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. And it may please thee to put it into our hearts, to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, to be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought the Holy Spirit upon our diocese, and the parishes and communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we beseech thee with thy gracious favor to behold our universities, colleges, and schools. The knowledge may be increased among us, and all good learning flourish and abound. Bless all who teach and all who learn, and grant that in humility of heart they may ever look unto thee, who art the fountain of all wisdom through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for reading and responding tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have a great Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you Andrew. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. Good night, everybody. Good evening. Yes, thanks for the lesson. <laughs> yes, the lesson was great. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs>